Hello and welcome to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, a show about life adversity, how to overcome it and transform your life. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And even though my hope is to deliver information that can be helpful for you to overcome adversity and transform your life, it is not meant to be a substitute for being diagnosed and treated by a licensed mental health, medical, and related professional. Hello and welcome to an episode, a new one. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia. I am so excited to be back on the mic or in the, on the mic, I think. <laughs> yeah, you know me and my English. But anyways, being back here recording for all of you, it's been a while. And I want to start with some kind of news and new things that have happened, then give you a live update and also discuss a little bit of what has been helping me the most during all these transitions that have been going on in our world. So let's start with the first news, which is the podcast format. I know that I've had a lot of different, I mean, two different seasons, and everything was within that season. But given our life circumstances, not only what's going on in our world, but also my own new reality of being kind of a stay-at-home mom slash working and distance learning, which I'll share a little bit later. So given all those different circumstances, I will limit the invitation of guests for the moment, and I will mostly focus on solo episodes. And it will be more about what's going on in the world and things that can be helpful. Of course, this is about beyond resilience. So we're going to be focusing a lot about things that help. And the guests that I'm going to be having are going to be very choose wisely about the whole topic. So it's not going to be about specific, you know, like intro or childhood It's going to be a little bit about everything and things that can be helpful for you at the moment. So that's the first thing that I wanted to share. The second thing that I wanted to share is that I would like to build this as a community. And I know it's a challenge because it's a podcast and most of you just listen to me, I don't know, be at the telephone or in the car or yeah, I don't know if you have a Echo or an Alexa device. But regardless of that, I have no idea, which is what I'm trying to say, how you listen to me, where you listen to me, where you're listening from, that piece I can get from the podcast host website. But I would like to get to know more. Yeah, I would like to get to know you more. So that way I can see how I can, you know, tweak my information. Or if I see that there's a need in a specific area, then I can help in that area or bring guests if I consider that they might have, you know, their experts in those areas. But I would like to get to know you more. And I would like to build a community, especially with everything that's going on that we have to be. And I'm putting that on quote unquote that most of us are isolated or are staying in our homes and the whole distance learning and all of that. So that's another thing that I'm really looking forward as I'm returning on the mic. And the plan for now, in here in the show notes, as you will see them, there will be a link to uh, I'm exploring starting a community in an app that it's called Mighty Networks. So it's out of Facebook and it's free. You just have to download the app. It will have the instructions in the show notes. 
but to start the community there and it will be bilingual. So I'm also going to share this in the Spanish episode. So that place will be the same for both as we're starting. It's a new system for me, so bear with me. But I'm just want to like start something so that way we can communicate with others that are part of the Beyond Resilience Life community. So that's one thing, which I'm really, really excited. So just look at the notes, follow the link. And if you want to join, so that way we can kind of start. My goal with that is as we're building and more of you that want to join, I want to be able to like hold monthly networking events or at the moment online. And then depending on where you are in the world, and if you meet other people in that area, then you guys can meet up and do like small groups or if the time comes that we are able to meet in person, otherwise just online. But what I'm really, again, like I mentioned, I want to bring back the sense of community. And if you have any idea of that could be better, you can also send us an email to info at the Beyond Resilience Life. But in general, that will be available. So if you want to join, then do so. I'm looking forward to having you there and to start building the community. What can you expect from there? Well, I'll be sharing the episodes and resources. You'll have better access to me and my team in terms of there's any questions and stuff like that. I'm still kind of figuring out, but but it will be stuff like that, that you guys can communicate with each other, with myself, and then for you all to know if there's any event coming up besides me sharing it in the podcast, you'll be able to know there, like a Zoom call or something, so that way we can start seeing each other's faces or hearing each other's voices. So that's very exciting, and I'm really looking forward. And like I mentioned, if you have any suggestions or any comments about that, then let me know. The reason I decided to do it there and not on Facebook is because I don't want it to be within a social media platform for this because I want to see how it goes and then if we can move it to something else. But the Mighty Network seems like a good place to start. So that's that. And then also, if you are interested, and I don't know if many of you know that I have an email list, which I share a lot of information out of each episode. We're creating blogs from the episodes. So if you're more into like reading or if you know somebody that you want to share any information that you heard in any of the episodes, we are creating blogs out of that. So that will be a way that I share it via my email list. Or you can go to the website, The Beyond Resilience Live, and you can see it there. Blog, you know, just hit on the blog. And but if you want to be able to receive that in your email list, then that will be a go to. I am also going to start one for Spanish, which I'm looking forward for that as well. Something else about the email list, that's where I share any upcoming events and information. Recently, I shared a video that I did talking about the self-regulation plan that I have, which I don't know if many of you know. But I do have a freebie that is a self-regulation plan that you can download. You have to opt in, meaning you have to put your information, your email, and then you can also decide if you want to join the email list. Like you can download it without necessarily like subscribing to the email list. But it's a document. It's a five-page PDF that has information on how to create your own self-regulation plan. And it also includes like a social support network. And I did an video and it was almost 30 minutes on how to use it and I share it with my email list. So those are different things that I am doing to provide more information and more support, more so than in social media, because I also do that in Instagram. I provide like info posts and stuff like that. 
But with my email list, I'm going to dig deeper just again, because I'm trying to move away from social media because I don't know any days it can go away, but I want to create that sense of community. So that's important for you to know. Where can you sign up? Also here in the show notes, it will be a link that you can sign up for the email list. The last thing I want to share in terms of news is I am really, really excited. So last time I checked, I was trying to log in right now, but it's giving me an issue. We were over 11,000 downloads, overall downloads. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all your support, listening in, and all the different reviews. Something that I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start sharing some of the reviews that we have. And I am doing this to thank you for writing it, but also to encourage you to write a review and rate us and subscribe. That helps to put our podcast kind of more in the radar in in iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. So that way other people can get to hear us and we can go from there and build. I want to read this one from Funny Face. And it said, Dr. Garcia is so gentle and brilliant. I love how you have created each episode in English and Spanish. It is so important to bring these issues to light. As sometimes therapy and healing can feel a taboo. Thank you, Dr. Garcia. Thank you, Funny Face, for submitting your review and having us in your part of your podcast that you listen. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I'll be sharing one like in every episode. So that way I can give you guys a formal thank you for being part of our community and looking to expand. Okay, so now into live update. As many of you know, I stopped recording <laughs> around May because I was having a baby. And she was Luna, that's her name, was born on May 20th. And I am, it was a very interesting birth. It was kind of way shorter than with my son. But for some reason, I was not necessarily noticing how short it was until after. And that could be because I was like for three weeks with prodomal like contractions. They would start at night and they would not progress. And at the end, I had my sister come over to be to help us with with my son. And I will be talking to her. I'm like, yeah, I'm having contractions. She will be like, wait, wait, what, what? And I'm like, no, they usually go away. So I would just ignore them for like an hour or so. And then they would just go away until that day that they did not go away. But it progressed really fast. Everything was very, like, I felt very empowered. I, with everything with COVID, and I'm going to share more about having a baby during COVID in another episode. But for the overall, what I would say is that it was very, I was very in flow until I had to go to that active labor part that I became very scared because I felt like everything turned up the notch and I got scared of the pain. I got scared of what was happening, but it took over. And that's what my Luna has been so far. She's been a very, very loud, I'm here warrior that, of course, many people go like, of course she would be like that. Like, look at you. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But racing (laughs) a little mini me, it's quite an interesting journey. Something else is that 
breastfeeding was very challenging around five weeks. And then she had a tongue tie and then we proceed with having the tongue tie revised by a dentist, meaning like they cut it with a laser. That was very challenging. There was so many challenges that I'll talk more about in a different episode. Right now, she is three months and a half. She's almost going to be four. And she continues to be that way. She's always like surprising me with new things. I'm nothing is stable. Everything is always constant change. Isn't that the case with babies, right? So, but that's something that I wanted to share in that sense. And then I'll talk a little bit more about what's helping with some support with her. Something else that's happening is that distance learning. (laughs) For any other fellow parent out there, I, somebody would have asked, and I, even though I've always wanted to kids, I living here in LA without much family and support. I always said when I got pregnant, this is the perfect timing. My son will be going to kindergarten or TK right now. He's in TK, but he's going to go to like a formal school, (laughs) kind of more on the free end, not paying preschool. And then I'm going to have a baby and then I'll be able to be with baby at home. I'll be able to be at the end because I remember like one of the things that I treasured the most when I got pregnant with my son was that I was able to leave work around week 36 and then he was late for a week. So I almost spent like a month and one week of introspection, reflection, going to yoga. And I was like, yay, I'm going to be able to have that time because my son is going to be in preschool and preschool is a full day. I'll be able to have like Monday to Friday of that connecting with myself, doing yoga and being by myself, watching movies, sleeping, you know, all of that, that I was like really craving because it was a crazy 2019 and beginning of 2020. And, and then I was like, and then it will be summer. And after summer, I will be able to stay with Luna during the day. And then I'll pick up my son. So we'll have like around six hours of just bonding time and all this kind of idea that I put in my mind. But yep, we all know that that did not happen because of COVID. (laughs) And yeah, my son had a tonsillectomy right when COVID started. So he was even a week at home before we were all had to like stay at home. And yeah, there was no watching movies, relaxing. It was very, very stressful with everything that had to change. And again, like I mentioned, I'll share more of an episode about this later on. But in general, it was very stressful. There was not like resting that much. So that's why, you know, I felt like birth was like very rushed. I mean, she decided to like be very intense in that time. There was no like little break, like with my son during the active labor. It was even though it was intense, there was a lot of break. There was time for break over here. There was no time for break between contractions. That's what I mean. And then after that, it was this whole decision of being at home without support because I had family coming over and they couldn't because of COVID. Being able to make the decision to send my son back to preschool because they were able to be in person. So that way I could get a little bit of bonding. But by that time, I was so exhausted and so many other issues going on with the tongue tying things and breastfeeding that it was not restful. Like, even though it's, she's almost four months, like if you ask me about the end of June and July, that was all like blurry still. And that just happened like um, two months ago. And then we moved. So we were also looking to move, (laughs) which can be so 
so challenging again without any much support and yeah so and then my son started school but now he's at home so distance learning what i will say about distance learning is it's been wild i am really blessed about his school he got into my top one school and i love his teacher she's amazing and but you know it's hard it's hard for him he's a very social kid and he often interrupts the teacher to just ask her things about her like they're going to go snack time and he interrupts or raises his hand not interrupts well sometimes he does interrupt like puts on himself on mute and says hey you haven't seen me but for the most part he waits patiently and then she's like oh yeah tiago i see your hand up and then i hear him like so what are you going to eat <laughs> what are you going to do or what are you going to play with if they're doing like purposeful play and stuff like that so he's like so craving connection and communication and that's been really hard to see from a mom's perspective because I do have a very social kid that needs that he also kind of often says like he wants his grandparents to come and when i even think about that my parents have not been able to meet my daughter who's almost going to be 4 months if i really like slow down and think about it it makes me very emotional because you know it's so sad that things have been this way and we have no idea and my mom is very high risk so i have no idea when she'll meet her it might be when she's like a year i have no idea and that really breaks my heart and yeah and distance learning for all those moms today i saw a post that was like moms it was like a dialogue between moms and everyone else and it's like moms were like hey we need your help and everybody was like wow i don't know how you do it and then the moms is like no no really i need help and then they got interrupted like wow you're amazing and it's this whole thing about the impact about women and how it's really highlighting the patriarchy and caretakers and yeah all of that and i'm back to breastfeeding and i'm saying that because there was a period that i wasn't i'm back to breastfeeding so a lot of it depends on me so it's a lot of pressure there's a lot of pressure for women and i would love to have an episode about that later on today is more about updates and news and all that but yes so it's been really challenging so for all uh, any of you that are doing distance learning from home i salute you i'm here with you in spirit in mind you can reach out and we can kind of like complain together and and celebrate joys together and all that And now let's move into what's helping. What has been helping me? And I think uh, you know I wanted to provide even though today is more of a shorter ish. <laughs> I always say shorter and it's not, but today I intend to be a shorter. I just want to give you at the end things that have been helping me. And one of those things is really and this is hard for me still. Like slowing down and allowing like noticing things. not necessarily judging just noticing things and maybe i say out, out loud i talk about it i write about it but just noticing things noticing the emotions without necessarily like when i go into judging like that's not good that's bad or whatever then i try to stop myself as much as i can if i'm regulated if i'm not it will go there and again that's another noticing it but trying to slow down and put in perspective everything that's going on and how we are in a survival we are experiencing collective trauma we are experiencing adversity and something new that many of us have not experienced or have not experienced in a long time as a collective and yes of course there are differences we're all in the same ocean and some but some people have 
a little boat. Some people have a yacht. Some people are just basically like floating on their own, meaning about their circumstances, the socioeconomical and all of that. Privilege, racial justice, injustices, I should say, systemic oppression and all those kind of things. So we're all in the same ocean, but we're all in a different kind of thingy or not. And seeing all that can be very hurtful, especially as a new mom. Again, you know how you're in the postpartum and you're very vulnerable. And then the whole situation about the killings of Breonna and Amadi, all those kind of things started happening right when I was in the thick of my postpartum period. And it was so much. And then, you know, it just highlighted how we're, we're still there or, and it hasn't changed. And I'm talking about racism and all those kind of things. But slowing down and knowing that I did not have to resolve everything or have to be on, that I could turn the switch off, was really helpful for me. Something else that really helped me was music. And I keep remembering it. There was another day that I, it was really hard because I had to do like a launch for an online program and the distance learning and baby and all that. So I would like try between her naps, but sometimes that would fall when my son had a little break. So he wanted to connect. So it was and that that evening I was like, today has been horrible. And then I remember, hello, music. So I just put music. We did like a little dance party and that changed the mood like 360. So I would definitely say music, music, music. Also nature. I know right now as I'm recording this that we had the situation in LA with the smoke, which is like an extra layer of everything. But even just having a plant inside and just being with nature really helped me. I haven't done basically any hiking now that I think about it since pre-baby. And so it's not necessarily like for me hiking, but even if I take a walk around my new neighborhood, just noticing the plants, the flowers. We have that privilege here in LA to see flowers. And I love that. I remember my grandma, when I moved to LA, she's like, I've seen a lot of pictures. And one of the things that I love the most about that city is that you guys can have a lot of flowers throughout the whole year. And I'm like, you would never think about that necessarily until you don't have it. So that's something that I love walking in the neighborhood. I have a yellow hibiscus in my patio. I also have my lemon tree is thriving here. So little things like that, just watering my plants. The other thing that's helping is grounding. A lot of like physical grounding, like pushing my feet in the ground, putting the weighted lap and weighted blanket that I had for my office. And now I'm, oh, that was another live update. I let go of my office <laughs> in June. So that was another thing. So now here in the home office. So I, I brought all the things that I had, sensory things that I would use with my clients. So I'm using them myself. That has been really helpful. And then using my five senses, even savoring, that's a little one, but it's all beyond my five senses. So sometimes I'm just nursing my daughter or she's asleep on me or we're having fun with my son and I am pausing and trying to bring, like if I would record that, like I try to like see what I'm seeing, the sounds, the smells and all that to kind of like put it in a memory bubble. And that has been really helpful. But also sometimes just like using scent. So I'm part of the Terra for personal use. So they have like different ones that I love, like eucalyptus, or they also have one that um, I was looking at the name is called Adaptive and it supposedly helps. So sometimes I'm just huffing on that <laughs> and, you know, little things like that. And drinking my coffee and in the morning I have one with ashwagandha. 
and just smelling it and really savoring it. So trying to savor, trying to pause, trying to, with the little time, because I don't have necessarily time to do like a super long morning routine or daily routine. So during those times, just doing that has been so, so helpful. And the other thing has been, yeah, that's basically, oh, I kind of mentioned that I was going to say what has helped been Luna with everything that she's been going through is just going back to my resources. Somebody that I want to like give a shout out from second season that I did that interview with Jacqueline Kinzer from Holistic Lactation. She was so helpful when I had a lot of different issues at the beginning. And then so I went back to my network. And it was so interesting that I did a season about babies and all that. So I went back to them and I would even like listen to the episodes or just like look through them and try to see the resources that were shared there. There's a lot there. So if you're having a baby or you have a your recent mom, just go through that. That would be really helpful. And that's basically like a little overall what's been helping me. The last thing I wanted to share is that the next episode, because this one will also be in Spanish, but the following episode in English will be about how doing less can be so helpful and part of our healing journey. And I'm having a special, special guest. Her name is Kate Northrup. She is currently my coach and mentor. I'm part of a mastermind, which from all the years it had to fall on 2020. And she's been amazing to kind of see how she manages it and how graceful she is and how she continues to talk about doing less and taking care of our nervous system and, and ourselves first and all of that. So I am having her and that's going to be the live recording I'm going to have a live recording and it's going to be on Friday, the 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And anyone is welcome to join. It would also be here in the show notes so you can see that, but you have to sign up. And I mean, the episode will come the following week. But if you want to participate in the live recording to also be able to see me and see Kate and be able to ask questions at the end, then you have to join and sign up and register for it. And I'm looking forward to meeting some of you. So this take this again as your invite, your invitation for the live recording of doing less as part of our healing journey. So I'm really excited about that. And that will be all that I have for you today. I hope as you're listening to this, that you're well. I am wishing the best for you, that you're safe, that your loved ones are are well and to know that we're in this again the ocean together and that I'm here so thank you I'm so looking forward to this new it's not going to be seasons but this new batch of episodes until then take care Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. If you like this episode, please make sure to review it and comment on it and share it with your friends and family. Until next time.